1: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name
2: is Mel. I'm Janet. And I'm Helen.
1: Oh, weddings. I freaking love weddings. Like, how have we not done an episode about this yet?
2: Well, this past year has definitely not been an easy one for the wedding industry. Um, They got hit particularly hard with all of the pandemic Mm -hmm. and social distancing, canceling of events. Yeah.
0: And small update from me. I've actually only told my family and close friends this. So y'all listening out there are kind of the first to hear it, at least publicly through our podcast. But uh, Philip and I were supposed to get married this March, as in next month. And it is now canceled. We had spent all of last year looking for wedding dresses, buying the wedding dresses, finalizing the florals, booking our engagement photo shoot, booking our wedding day photographers, booking hair and makeup, finalizing our bridal party, and booking a dream wedding venue that Philip and I loved that was going to hold 200 of my closest friends and family, which Actually seems pretty scary if we think about that now. But for any future brides out there, anyone having gone through this wedding planning process or even anyone in the industry right now, it hasn't been easy and I feel for you. I know I know that things could be a lot worse and that everyone has had to suffer in some way or form this past year, regardless of the magnitude of suffering. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it kind of sucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I think I think for me, as someone who's rather practical but feels, I cried for like a whole day about the wedding being canceled. And then I got into planning mode and was like, all right, so now what? So I will say that it's not the worst thing to have happened. Like, sure, I'm like, 33 freaking years of my life and the one year I get married, this happens? But... I ground myself in knowing that my family, my friends, my loved ones are all safe, healthy, and happy. And if anything, this past year has taught me the things that I value the most are people in my life uh, and not to dwell on the things that I can't control. Mm. So yeah, that was a quick update for my end before fully diving into this episode. But yeah, my wedding has been
2: canceled until further notice. Yeah. Yeah, And Mel and I, we've been through that, this process of all, wait, when did, so you were engaged in like October, November, 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 November 2019. And from that point on i believe right after it happened mel broke out her excel sheet and started putting together your you guest did, list
0: actually so i got engaged in boston and i remember we were flying back from boston to la and mel already put together an excel sheet yeah. that said here's your potential guest list yeah. <laughs> you can use this leverage this and uh yeah build off of it uh, and let me know who you're you know cutting from this or yeah. adding
2: and then she also started going through her Pinterest board. I believe we were like, I, I don't know, just I remember constantly starting from that, from the day mm. of engagement. Yeah. All the way through, it's been conversations about helping, because it's a lot to do, and it's a lot to make decisions on. Yeah. Um, and I think, to your point, you're a very practical person, but any individual who's going to spend, like, over a year yeah. focused on an event and um, going through the conversations and making the decisions mm-hmm. of the things, it's very, like, disappointing to mm-hmm. have something, you know, like that kind of taken away, uh, or postponed. It's not been postponed, taken away for postponed. sure, but, yes. um, yeah, so yeah. I remember the day you told us, we were shocked. We were in, yeah.
0: I know. How did I
1: tell you guys again? Uh, You're at my place. You asked us to be your bridesmaids, and it was after my blind holiday, and then all of a sudden you go, oh, yeah, by the way, you pulled out the camera. I didn't even notice you pulling out the camera. I think you wanted to just capture everything to, like, look back on, and you're like, my wedding's canceled, and I was like, what? Like, I, I was speechless.
0: Yeah. Wait, I think those were separate days
2: because I, yeah. I wouldn't have asked you to be my oh, bridesmaid sorry. if I knew <laughs> that when was canceled.
0: Actually, we ride.
1: I, Helen's correct. I'm just I'm um I'm blending in. Both. Yeah, but both. it's
2: because it didn't. It happened pretty close together. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. So it was like she asked us, and we were really excited about. And then uh, I think it was we were recording. We're filming the, Tang- the Tangren video mm. of- oh yeah, yeah. and right, then yeah. we already had the camera out to vlog or just to capture content and then you said the wedding is canceled and all of us are just like I like I my mouth dropped and I was like uh. yeah
0: I mean I pulled you ladies into so many of my wedding dress shopping dates and I did already ask y'all to be my bridesmaids so I feel like I kind of took that experience to look forward to away from you both a little bit I actually
1: don't I don't think so um, I don't... I hope you don't feel that way because for me, it's more like... It's still... For me, it's like I like the feeling of looking forward to something so it's still mm. something to look forward to Whatever it happens. So I'm just like, yeah, it's still gonna happen. It's not canceled. I'm still like excited for it so yeah. whenever the day comes, like, yeah, yo, dude, I'm freaking ready to like... <laughs> We have your hot, your wedding playlist I listen to still.
0: I oh, have yeah. made oh, yeah. the wedding
2: playlist at a retreat too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tap tap tap, tap, tap. <laughs> That's right after the parents Sweet. leave. Yeah.
2: Post <laughs> post post or after after party.
0: But. Yes. Can you imagine Tyler I and Riley like tap, 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 Oh They love Boomba yeah, Blackpink? Oh, yeah. So, yes, I think they would like taiga too. Oh, oh,
2: for sure. <laughs> no, I, yeah, and I you don't feel like you took that away. And I think a lot of, for me at least, like what being a part of a bridal party is, is supporting the bride and the groom in mm-hmm. whatever way, right? Mm-hmm. So this was, like, we knew kind of that, you know, the planning was hard, but we also knew that things were unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, yeah, for me, it's like our our role here is to support you guys. So this is not about us. This is about you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think to Mel's point, like, there's better that it happens later than sooner for the planners, actually, right? Versus mm-hmm. if you tell us it's going to happen like tomorrow or like next week. Yeah. And yeah. then you have no, to It's so plan. funny
0: you say that because I think we were like four or five months before our wedding day, which is supposed to be next month. Mm-hmm. And Philip had not. So I was like, Philip, do the save the dates, do the invitations oh, and yeah. website. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I will try and coordinate and handle most of it. And he did not do the Save the Dates. And by the time I reached out to my wedding planner, her name is Michelle, by the way. I'm going to give her a quick shout out. So many events. She's amazing. By the time I reached out to her she and said, should we do Save the Dates or invitations? Four months beforehand now. She was like, uh, just do the invitations. Save the Dates. It's too late now. I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot. All right. And then we still didn't send it out. So there's a little bit, a little part of me that's like, okay, good. Because I think we were running up on to next month. And we didn't have too many things. Fully planned out yet. Yeah. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise.
2: Yeah.
1: The reason why I feel like a lot of people in your in our friend group is excited for it. Don't feel like there's like a, damn, it's not happening. It's more like, no, it's still like a big, it's still in a big anticipation for all of us. And whatever happens, we're gonna have a good time. But I think for you, your wedding is so special to a lot of people because- our friend circle is really close and we're really friends with both you and Phil. Mm -hmm. So it feels like this is going to be like a big celebration of love and like just people coming together. And like, I think we talked about it when, you know, when your wedding got canceled, we're like, Oh, do you want to do a smaller ceremony? Like, what do you, what do you have planned? And you're like, I'm still thinking about it. But it seems like, um, also that like, I feel you and Phil know that like you guys like celebrating with your close friends and family and that 200 people who are really, close to you guys, you guys still want that celebration. So mm. for me as one of your bridesmaids and as one of your friends, like I really I want you to have what you want on your special mm-hmm. day. And if that is two years from now, five years from now, whatever, it's still gonna happen. We're gonna have so much fun regardless. So I'm like Should I have excited still, you know? Yeah. <laughs> My excitement level is still pretty high.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I actually think that I mean one of the things with uh, you know, this twenty twenty where we haven't been able to gather, I think it will actually build up anticipation for yeah. people to really want to celebrate mm-hmm. with you know everyone together because your wedding will probably happen at a time when it's like one of the first to right after. Oh my to. goodness! <laughs> I hopefully. hope so.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's crazy is that when this whole pandemic thing started in March, we we're like, okay, we booked a venue for next March. There's absolutely no way this <laughs> is gonna still be happening, and here we are. Mm-hmm, yeah, and even people in 2021, like my cousin. Uh, Wendy, she had a wedding booked for Italy, mm. and that this was in I think June of now last year, and then she rebooked it for June of this year, mm-hmm. and she's had to just cancel it again. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, whoever is going through this right now, it is frustrating because yeah. you, sp- you spend so much time and energy researching, yeah. and there's so many components of weddings that you have to coordinate and think yeah. about. So. Yeah, we feel for everyone that's out there. I feel for myself too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's <laughs> We feel for you too.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, speaking of a lot of coordination for a wedding, I think it'd be kind of interesting for our listeners to kind of let me walk through like some of the details Helen already planned mm-hmm. or like things that you know are part of the wedding planning process. But Helen did mention that she found her dress.
0: I did. Yeah. I mean, you ladies though, you were there for... Like, only, there was one dress shopping experience I went to in Boston. That was the first mm-hmm. one with my family. But otherwise, I feel like we've been to like five... Six different places. Oh, I have an album to show proof. Okay. <laughs> Like, Thank you, ladies, for being there with me throughout my dress shopping experience. I know it's a lot of waiting because it takes a long time to put on a freaking dress.
2: Yeah, so. yeah, those things are massive yeah. and huge. Yeah. But it was a blessing to be there with you, you know? And it, Because we also know that your family is in Boston mm-hmm. and these things, like, you need kind of your clothes. Like, if your mom and your sister can't be there, we definitely want to be able to help support, right? So, yeah.
1: yeah. I remember some of the places where, like, let's try to set the mood so Helen could feel. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> Mel, Mel at one point was playing music from her phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because because some of these dress shops like they didn't they had like elevator music and yeah, we're like no no, no no that's gonna affect the way you feel in the dress
0: it does it really <laughs> does you don't think about this but there were yeah some locations which were the better locations was when they had like the, the emotional the emotional yeah, like yeah. you're walking down the aisle and you can yep. see yourself in the dress and then other places are just kind of like like hip-hop or something yeah. i'm like no dude, yeah no, uh-uh.
1: speaking of your dress i'm curious so like maybe like we could walk through with our, with our listeners like for you helen like entering the dress shopping experience like do you have any expectations and mm. was it cha- did it change I did
0: not really have too many expectations I'm not the type of person that like dreamed up my wedding ever mm. since I was this girl mm. and I was like I know exactly what dress that I want Yeah. and when I start shopping I know what I'm gonna look for so at the beginning I went on Pinterest and I saved a bunch of dresses that I thought looked nice mm. but when I my first appointment I was open to trying anything from like a ball gown to a non-ball gown <laughs> to like A-line and mermaid yeah. and, and trumpet and all of these different types of dresses um, and I'm not gonna say which one I ended up on but I did end up buying it and it just felt so right once I found the right shape for my body that Mm. I liked um, that it was pretty easy from there on because then I would show every time we entered these places I would show them this is exactly what I need and even they would be like "Uh, we don't have that or here's the closest thing to it but it feels good once you know exactly Mm. what you need there's so many components to address that you don't think about whether it's like the sparkles in the front if it's like embroidered or lace or if it's there's tulle or how Mm -hmm. low the back is or if there's you know, bows and things. And, yeah. yeah, you don't think about... like it, it made me appreciate
2: dress design a lot more than mm. I did beforehand. Yeah. So tip for our listeners out there, start with figuring out the shape that you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's yes. number one. Yeah. Did you... So you had mentioned you tried on a, a bunch of different shapes. Was the one you went with, what you expected? Or did you, did you find, would you recommend for someone who like doesn't, or maybe they already know what shape they want that they should still try on?
0: I think you should try on other dresses. I was actually Mm. pretty surprised. So there was this one dress that I tried on, one of the last ones we tried on, that was super like sexy. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I remember that one. And I was like, hell no, this is not going to look good on me. And then I tried it on and it was just like, (laughs)
1: oh that's really pretty i remember that i think you walked out i was like oh
0: shoot dude like you look (laughs) shoot mama
1: wang mama woo's not gonna be that (laughs) one and i was like my first thought was like damn you look effing good second thought well your parents approve (laughs) it's also like a it's a wedding is also a celebration for your family and like some our families can be conservative depending on like you know where they grew up or yeah yeah you know yeah Yeah. my question for you is I remember the moment you found the one the dress and um, I think a lot of brides had this experience where like they try on a lot of dresses and sometimes they go back to a dress mm-hmm. and then we had the experience with you when you put it on and you said this is it like what happened like why, what What made you was it a feeling you got or like yeah
0: Um. so I, I like Teared up just a little bit. I was waiting for... I feel like all of these different shows, uh, Say Yes to Dress mm. and, you know, all these different shows out there make you feel like you have to cry when you put on the right dress. Mm. And so there's a little bit of that type of expectation when I was going into <laughs> dress shopping. And honestly, I am super freaking practical. That I was like, yeah. wait, how much does this cost? Wait, mm, does, is, yeah. this like, yeah, is this like, is it worth it yeah. for you know, for the dress that I want? So um, I think I went into like negotiation mode first. Yeah, remember <laughs> that.
2: we we were on our phones texting because there's the salesperson is there in front of yeah. you in, in your you know presence. And so Helen, we're like touching, we're like, dude, this is really good. She's like, hey, but what is the price of this? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we were like trying to figure out.
0: And I was really annoyed at myself for like, Helen, just just you know, if you love it, just get it. In the, but- the moment, yeah. Um I think yeah for me even thinking about the wedding industry it's it's so ridiculous mm-hmm. and there's so much that goes into paying for so many different things that I have a budget and I had set a budget for mm-hmm. myself and I said I have to follow this um but you know at the end of the day I learned to be more flexible with it and mm-hmm. if you love something then take away mm-hmm. you know yeah, like a, yeah. a really really big flower yeah. centerpiece and go for a slightly smaller one you yeah. know so I learned how to compromise there. I remember
1: there was a moment where wedding dress shopping. I was laughing because I think this is okay. It was a dress Helen didn't want, but it was like a close second. And she was like looking at me and you. I think me and Janet knew we were like, it's nice, but
2: I don't know if it's really you. And then uh, you were looking at me. You're like, cry, Mel, cry. <laughs> yeah, your like, gauge. Your gauge was let me use Mel as the temperature check. Yes. Based on her emotional reaction. And I was like, if if it's a fit or not. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I try to be like Helen. This is your dress. It's not my dress. Yeah. But. I thought, I can't cry though, I can't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's something also for um, any brides or future brides mm-hmm. out there um, that when you bring people dress shopping, I think it, mm-hmm. because sometimes you don't know how to feel yourself, oh. you do look at the people that you bring to give you the emotions that you think you want to feel. Yeah. So that was something that I didn't expect that when I was trying on the dresses, I would look at Janet and Mel and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. no, no, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> How do I feel? Tell <laughs> <laughs> But I remember when you found the one
1: the dress and i i actually so i was like i was like you know i gotta change this mood because she put the veil on you know, I was like and i think yeah. janet and i knew we just wanted to sing we're waiting for your reaction we're yeah, like yeah. wait you
2: don't want to influence exactly. but so we always wanted you to first have the reaction and then if we ever disagreed or had a different opinion then we would share after yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and you both did a very good job at doing that thank you yeah, yeah. What would you say from, so we went to a couple of different shops Mm -hmm. and we had each time you have like a salesperson help you, right? Mm. Like, did you have a favorite experience? Like, what would you recommend for brides to look for or like what makes a positive experience with the salesperson?
0: Yeah. I mean, there are some salespeople that are really pushy when it comes to the dresses, like try this one on, this one's above your budget, but just try, you know, and Mm. that's fine. I think at first, but towards the end when they try to keep you there and push the dress onto you Mm. like that is when i'm like oh this Mm. is not you know genuine you're just saying it looks good on me but i can tell it doesn't look good on me so yeah yeah. i I, then i didn't trust their taste yeah and yeah i think those places that are pushy are not good but the i forget the one at uh bella she was why was she so good She was really patient with you. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. the people who are more patient with you that really do want to help you find the right dress and will give you options and will say, you know, what you can or can't have on these dresses because you do want to alter so many different things, those are people who are informed. Those Mm -hmm. are are probably the best ones.
1: I feel like um, your planner, Michelle, also gave really good advice. So she Mm -hmm. joined us in one of the sessions and she said... You know, um, being a wedding planner, um, I noticed that when a bride tries on more than 10 dresses, mm. it, gets, it gets a little too much because then you kind of like... You, you lose track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was it. When she said that, I was like, oh, that's a really good tip
0: for other yeah. like future
1: brides. to like, is it was a 10 or 12? There's like a certain yeah. amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, For sure not 20.
0: Like, yeah. Make, make sure you take photos of every single dress you try on because it's yeah. pretty incredible how fast you forget a dress once you put on a different one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the ones you like, you're like, oh, wait, what did that look like? Yeah, I, yeah. I remember feeling really good in it, but... What I look like? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true.
1: This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. The three of us have shared our goals for 2021, and one thing that I learned about myself is that creativity really sparks a fire in me. I'll admit that last year was a bit tough, and due to personal reasons, I felt a lot of blockage. However, I'm feeling so rejuvenated and ready to explore the different sides of my creativity. No matter what 2021 brings, you could spend it creating something meaningful with Skillshare's online classes because time is what we make of it. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth for 2021 i want to figure out different ways to hone in on the craft of storytelling some classes that i've slated are find your style five exercises to unlock your creative identity and video for instagram tell an engaging story in less than five minutes these classes will definitely help me find my own voice with Skillshare, you can find inspiration in the moment and learn how to express your creativity. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Bring color and beauty and fun to your year. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash ABG and get a free trial of premium membership. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash ABG.
0: We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code at the checkout that is always taunting us. Like, clearly, if there is an empty space for a promo code, there is a code floating around the internet somewhere, right? A few months ago, one of my friends shared with me this browser extension that is completely free to add, and that will also scour the internet for promo codes for you so you don't have to do the work searching, and it applies the best code it finds specifically to your cart. The browser extension is called Honey, and Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. And it's super simple. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for all the coupons it can find for that site. We just ordered some Thai food last night, and Honey was able to get us 10% off, which was unexpected and amazing. And we just added that as tip straight back to the delivery person. I mean, if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash A-B-G. That's joinhoney.com slash A-B-G.
2: Hi ABGs and ABBs, it's Janet here. I just wanted to pop in real quick and share that we are trying a little something new here at Asian Boss Girl. We're going to be hosting a new weekly live show on this app called Stereo. We've been looking for ways to connect with you all more, and we're very excited for this opportunity. Through Stereo, you'll be able to join us for real conversations in real time. And you can actually record a question and send it to us directly, and we can answer it live. For more info, go to our Instagram at Asian Bosco. Click on the link tree in our profile and tap on the link that says Weekly Live Show on Stereo. We'll be hosting these every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be talking about various topics. We might expand on the episode that came out that week. Uh, we might talk about shows we're watching, maybe a part two of a previous episode topic, or we might talk about something completely new that's either based on current events or whatever is on our minds. Again, head to our Instagram account at Asian Bosco and click on the link that says weekly live show on stereo to make sure you get an alert when we go live. Join us every Friday at 5 p.m. PSD on the stereo app. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy?
0: So I know that you ladies were already planning a bachelor party. What was that about? I haven't heard too many details about this yet. Obviously it's on pause now, but even
2: prior to me asking you to be my bridesmaids, I think you both just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Mel over here would constantly, every every couple of weeks, drop these. So when so uh, you know when are we going to figure out your bridal party? Yeah.
1: It's yeah. <laughs> like I didn't want to assume responsibility on certain things, but <laughs> <laughs> let's just be real. I, 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 I know. Um, so i think with helen specifically for you as a bride i think jan and i knew like your sister annie is can i say she's your maid of honor yeah she's my matron
0: matron of honor, of honor. A matron of honor. she's married yes oh, i didn't know
1: i learned something new uh, <laughs> she's your matron of honor but we also know that annie is super busy she has two children she lives in boston so i think jan and i kind of just assume that like we'll take on the, the planning because mm. it just makes more sense but yeah i think as soon as you're you got engaged um i started another excel sheet <laughs>
0: Yeah, And I shared it, I think with, with Janet, yeah. we have an Excel sheet going. And and is it saved in the ABG folder? Can I find this? Nope.
1: Hell no. <laughs> okay, We're smarter than that. Yeah. Um, but I think um, I actually leaned, on, leaned a lot on Janet because I think Janet's been a bridesmaid multiple times. So, you mm. know, the planning process. So, like, even figuring out, like, how, I was asking Janet, I was like, how do you know what location to go to? Like, Mm. do you work with the bride? Is it a surprise? It really just
2: depends, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I think another thing is that it's interesting because uh, we all work together at ABG. So Mel and I, like, we kind of know, just like any of us, if we had to work together Mm -hmm. to plan something, we kind of know how we work with each other, right? And I think what makes us work well is, like, I have previous experience, so I kind of know general best practices, but I'm not the most, like, super, like, enthusiastic about, like, this is the thing that we should do. And mm. that's... Mel is, like, are, automatically will have all the ideas and the vision yeah. of things. And then I'll kind of be there and be like, okay, but this is kind of the, the thing that we should... Or this is mm. the best practice. The logistics, the planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so that is kind of the dynamic that we have in terms of figuring out the bachelorette that's planning stuff. Like that's, a perfect stuff. dynamic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, there's an executor and there's an ideator.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Hello, a ABG. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we, we have... Probably it's, I think, similar to kind of like mimicking Helen and Phil's like planning process. We see when you're ramping up and we might ramp up. And then we see when you're based on your decision making that we're kind of like slowing things down or making, figuring out plan like A, B and C or something like that. So, um, yeah, we're not really going to say much more than that. But yeah. it, things are happening. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Are there penis balloons in your closet
0: right now?
1: Oh, that's, um, it's on my uh, in-car, but <laughs> buying later. <laughs> Please don't give me penis balloons. Hey, really? Okay. Hey, wait, oh, I don't, hello, you're turning into a wang. What can I do about oh it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. We haven't thought that far because, you know, we're still We have plan A, B, and C in place. Okay, okay. But one thing I found um, really helpful and interesting during this process was talking to Janet. She said, like, some brides, like, maybe with Helen just asking her, like, hey, what type of destination do you want? Mm Because there's so many different venues, right? Like, do you want to do, like, more, uh, like, a wine type or, like, a destination? Like, there's different, there's so many options. So, I think with the planning process for the bachelorette, we hopped on a call with Helen saying, hey, just so you know, like, ideally, like, there's different routes we can take, but what are your like top two options for what kind of venue you want? And Mm -hmm. then once you gave us like
2: your idea, we're like, okay, we're done
1: with that. And everything else will be a surprise. Mm. Yeah.
2: Um, I think that is is a a tip that people kind of, what is protocol for like surprising the bride versus like planning to make sure she likes what happens. And in the past, um, I find that it's much easier if you have a clear, direct communication with the bride to figure out what her preferences are. Like, mm. who do you want at the event? Mm. And then even deciding, even if she knows the location, right? Because, and then everything else is a surprise. Yeah. Versus, like, if you try to plan too much of, it, of a surprise and then it doesn't hit what she's expecting. Or from the bride perspective, to be, like, to not be afraid to ask your bride or to share with your brides what it is that you will mm. make you happy. Mm. Um, because that makes it easier for, for everyone, everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Cause some brides are different too. Like I think
2: some brides, I don't have your history, Janet, but like have your previous brides like like to be part of the whole planning yeah. process? I, I will say, yeah, it probably, it depends on the bride, but that's probably a good conversation for, for if you are a bridesmaid to don't be afraid to address it with your bride and mm-hmm. just be like, hey, what do you want? Do you want it to be fully planned or, like, are you do you really want to be involved. And then – but I find that the sweet spot is usually, like, get to know what they're – like, the people involved, yeah. the destination, and then everything else can be kind of, like, that you, you figure out. Mm-hmm. So there's a surprise component, but you set it up so that you know at least you're going to hit the mark close to what she wants. Yeah.
0: Mm. I agree. I feel thankful that all <laughs> this planning is happening behind the scenes. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yay. I will say, though, when um, Helen announced uh, – because I think when she asked her to be her bridesmaids, my first thing was, like, oh, my God, thank you. Who else is that? Who else is that? <laughs>
2: And then she also wanted to know the, the groomsmen. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> okay. So Mel has like <sighs> Mel has uh, these questions that I feel like always she always asks depending on the situation or where we are yeah. in life. You know? <laughs> so what was it before the wedding? Before the wedding. I mean, it's constantly been, do you have any guy friends for me? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Mel, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I exhausted my guy friends for you. I'm sorry. It's okay
2: what else <laughs> it, it was a lot of stuff was around your wedding yeah i think yeah. i think the so when is the wedding happening and then so when when are the bridesmaids going to be selected yeah so, am, so, am i a bridesmaid no, was, yeah so am, I like, bridesmaid? am i bridesmaid am, am i, I bridesmaid? bridesmaid but that one it's like i knew
1: <laughs> but here's the reason why okay maybe it's just my planning side you guys know i'm a planner but when i asked helen like who are the other bachelorettes or who are the other <laughs> <laughs> right, is this is a show <laughs> <laughs> matt james though yeah. uh, i mean <laughs> I, the reason why I ask, um, like who are the other bridesmaids, I feel like even like planning other celebrations, dynamic is a big part of mm, celebrations and events. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. once she told me her other bridesmaids, I'm just like, yo, this would be hella fun though. Because yeah. everyone on your bridesmaids is like they're great women and they're super fun to be around. Yeah. yeah. So it's you, definitely a mix of like personalities, but yeah. I feel like everyone yeah. likes to party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really happy with your with your choice. Of course it's your choice, but starting <laughs> here. But yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun bachelor party. Yay.
0: Yeah, I'm excited too,
2: and we'll keep you all updated as much as we can in the loop. Yes,
0: just once once not things Helen. happen except for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> secret ABG episodes. <laughs> All right, so when it comes to a wedding,
1: the biggest thing probably is the venue. Mm -hmm. And I hear a lot of brides or a lot of couples, when they get engaged, the first thing they want to lock down is a venue. Mm -hmm. So how is that process like for you and Phil? Yes.
0: The venue is something that is incredibly important. That that and the wedding dress is one of the first things that Mm -hmm. you should figure out because the wedding dress takes a long time Mm -hmm. to order and to make sure it is fit to your body. And the venue, sometimes you need to book out like two years in advance if it is a very popular place. So luckily, we live in SoCal, so there are a lot of options out here, especially even during the wintertime. You can have outdoor weddings, which is great. So I think we saw like maybe six or so mm-hmm. different locations. And the one that we ended up on is my absolute dream wedding location. And it was a tough one to um, choose because the price kind of matched the dream. And I'm <laughs> like, oh my God. But we justified it. We looked at our finances. I built everything out on a monthly basis, even for you know incorporating home and all of that. I'm like, okay, we can do this. So let's go with it. Um, and it took a while, but we locked it down. It would have been on a golf course-ish thing. I, I guess it doesn't look like a golf course. It's like yeah. a hotel with a golf course in the in the view. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see the ocean as well. So that was what I had ended up with. The only issue, though, is that when they canceled, it was good because they gave us back our full deposit mm. um, and all of the payments that we had been making. But they are not booking anything for 2022. And they canceled everything for 2021. So... It kind of sucks that we have no idea if we're going to get that venue or we're just going to have to Mm. do the full search all over again.
2: Mm. So they're, they're not booking anything currently for 2022, but they may sometime in 2021 open up again. Mm-hmm.
0: To... No, no, they just canceled everything. Oh, and this I is see. a very uh, pretty popular venue too in SoCal. So it's pretty shocking that every single thing that they have booked out, I all see. events are just completely canceled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wait, just to clarify again, because I, I think I, maybe I heard this for the first time, but you said, so I know 2021 was the year that we're supposed to get married. Mm-hmm. So they canceled all the weddings for this year. Yes next year no rebookings yet yet okay but there's still a chance there's still a chance so
0: my wedding planner she is um, keeping in touch with them Mm -hmm. so anytime they do open up bookings again I think everyone's gonna be racing to book that up I remember when we had locked in the date and it was still on hold and right when the pandemic happened a lot of the 2020 weddings were pushed out to 2021, mm. and there were five different couples that already wanted our date, <sighs> and our my wedding planner. She was like, "Do you want do you want this one or not? Because you gotta take it off the hold, best, or way. you know, start making the payments." And I was <laughs> like, "All right, let's let's go with it." But yeah, so now it's canceled.
2: Well, all things happen for a reason, yes. and in in time. So I think that the fact that you had decided on the venue because we remember mm-hmm. that that discussion was really hard because Helen is a very practical person, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I really like this is." what I envision. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, can I justify the financial side? Right. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of back and forth of making that decision. But I feel like once you did, and now the, the, the hope is then like everything that you have control of, you've done Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. else is now left up to whatever the outside world. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the venue might not look the same. I know I think both of you were excited there was like a little gazebo there and within our friend group all the single people they were talking about how that'd be like the makeout gazebo or something <laughs> like, like that we had,
2: a, we had a team single people I, at the, or so no we had a team team,
0: team gazebo. gazebo team yeah.
2: gazebo wow we're so lame
0: it's like okay if you need to make out there like we'll let you have your time
1: and then rotate out to the next couple yeah, or like, a single like, couple like we have a schedule <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. sign up list yeah but whatever venue you choose there'll be a team blank don't worry yeah. oh no
2: we'll find
0: somewhere team corner yeah
1: (laughs) but honestly like you know our friend group like i know it's your dream venue you know there's a chance you might still get it but regardless Mm -hmm. of where you decide to get married i think knowing all of us who are attending we're on have a good ass time with good music anyway it's gonna be so much fun
0: yeah 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 no i am excited for it and i think it does make sense to postpone everything for now given what is going on in the Mm. world so we've accepted it Hi everyone, Helen here, and if you've been following our YouTube channel, you saw that this past week we posted a video of these beautiful Chinese traditional dresses called k-paws, which is how you would say it in my native tongue of toys and niece, or chi-pao's or chongsams. These dresses are so beautifully detailed and intricate, and as someone who has been dragging Mel and Janet to so many wedding boutiques to try on wedding dresses, it's been really nice to have this option of an e-commerce service to find my traditional k-paw that I'll be wearing for my Chinese tea ceremony. The company that makes these dresses is called East Meets Dress, and it's a small business Asian-American founded and started by two best friends, Jen and Vivi. So a fun little backstory, Jen wanted to wear a cheongsam for her wedding tea ceremony, but she found that finding a modern cheongsam was even more difficult than finding her white wedding dress. So together with Vivian, her maid of honor, they started East Me's Dress to help brides find their perfect traditional wedding dress. I've been communicating with them for a few months now, and they are incredibly responsive caring, detailed, and passionate about upholding the traditions of our culture, which I absolutely love. What's great about their dresses is that their bespoke line is all custom made to perfectly fit your body. They also offer a variety of modern chongsam styles, as well as outfits for the groom, your mom, and your pet too, and a bunch of other accessories like hairpins, bangles, a tea set, engraved chopsticks, red envelopes, and so much more. They also have dresses for the upcoming Lunar New Year too. And we are doing a giveaway! Listen to the end of this episode for details on how to win your own k Qi Pao, or chongsam. We're obviously super excited to share the work on our channel, so go ahead and check them
2: out, and we hope you support them too. When it comes to my health, my mother has always instilled in me the importance of really getting to know my own body and having a vested interest in my own health versus blindly following a doctor's orders. She said this is so important because a lot of medical solutions are based on research conducted on white men whose biology are completely different from my own. Did you know that almost 40% of the U S are people of color, but medical research is 80 to 90% white. If we aren't part of these studies, we can't be sure that treatments will work for us or what unique side effects might emerge. Lack of participation leads to serious consequences because critical medical solutions will be made without considering us. That's why it's so important to be active and present in health and medical research. The all of us research program is doing incredible work in this field. They are the largest and most diverse health resource on behalf of groups who have been left out of research in the past. As a participant, you'll share health info which researchers will be able to use for thousands of studies on all kinds of diseases. It's up to you how much and what you want to share. All of the info is secure and your identifiable info is removed so it's anonymous. You can sign up and do everything safely from the comfort of your own home. Participants can get a $25 gift card, their personalized genetic results, and one of 10,000 Fitbit devices. Participation is power. Join to make a difference at joinallofus.org. Open to U.S. residents only.
1: It comes every month, sometimes announced, sometimes not. It's our periods. As a woman, we all have a relationship with our periods, and one of the things we try to do is find best ways to nurture it. I've used tampons for most of my life, but was on the search for something more eco-friendly and something that can last longer than my four to six-hour tampons. Luckily, I found Flex. Flex is innovative period care with products that are body-safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. So I have both the Flex disc and the Flex cup. For the Flex Disc, it's a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. Unlike tampons, the disc collects the period instead of absorbs it, and like the name, the material is quite flexible which means easy insertion. I'm actually more excited to use the Flex Cup because it's zero waste. Also, the Flex Cup is the only menstrual cup on the market with a pull tab, so it'd be the best transition for me as a tampon user. So, say goodbye to leaks, mess, and stress, and say hello to healthier peers for people and the planet with Flex. Go to flexfits.com and use code ABG for 20% off Flex Disk Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup plus free US shipping. That's code ABG at flex, F E L
2: E X, fits.com. So, given now that we know that things have been postponed, Um, what are your next steps? Oof.
0: Yeah, so actually, Philip and I were just talking about this, and we were thinking about going to the courthouse and just getting married, having a civil Mm. ceremony, but apparently in LA, the offices have all been closed down since last March. Oh, wow. And haven't been opened up since. So it's all virtual now, which made the unromantic, even more unromantic if you're just going to be on a Zoom call getting married. Mm. Um, But... I think we're going to figure it out. We want to be married so we can move on with our lives. And we realized that to wait a whole year to get married due to freaking COVID is just dumb. So we're either going to elope or have a mini-money, um, which is less oh. than 10 people, 10 guests, mm. uh, and definitely have like a sequel wedding, bigger yeah. wedding down the line. So I think that is what we are deciding on. And even Philip was like, oh, man, that's so lame to get married over Zoom. Like, should we go to Vegas and do it in Vegas? And I was like, oh, a good option. I can see like, that working. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get like an old school convertible and have like
1: a little like headband veil and then have a burger. I don't Ooh. know. Oh, oh, that's, that's, that's very, very specific. specific. Yeah. <laughs> Janet I just built out a vision. <laughs> Didn't Ross and Rachel get married in Vegas? Yeah, when they're drunk. Yeah, And
0: she was like, I do, Mr. Rachel. Like, just, they are like, wasted. Oh, my God, you guys should do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I think one of the trends that I've been seeing a lot this past year is micro weddings or mini monies, again, which are less than 10 people. And, Janet, you were
2: a bridesmaid for Dreshi's wedding, which was supposed to be a massive yeah. Indian wedding.
0: How did that turn out?
2: Yeah, so for context, um, anyone who has not attended an Indian wedding, these events are multi-event, multi-day celebrations. Yes. We're talking like six events over the course of like five, six, seven days usually. Wow. Um, and so her original plan was, you know, they were looking at venues. I think they had found like a winery in Temecula and, um, their guest list was usually Indian weddings. It's like four to 500 people. And when COVID hit, I think similar to Helen and Phil, they didn't want to wait any mm-hmm. longer. So their compromise and their solution was, okay, we're going to move forward with all of these ceremonies because, uh, for Drushdie a lot of the, a lot of the events were very, like, um, important to her mm-hmm. for her culture. So she's like, I still want to have these things, and I don't want to wait for marriage because they want to move on and start building their family pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. So the way that they went around this, and I was like, if anyone is going to pull off a full Indian wedding in, during COVID under social distance terms, it would be mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh But yeah, the, they got around it by basically, they hosted all of the events, but um, instead of uh, the number of people from four hundred, they kept it to their closest, like fifteen to twenty friends and family. So it was only like wedding party and family that were there. And then the venue, instead of it being you know at an event space, they uh, brought it to her mother's home mm-hmm. in their backyard. So in the in the, host, in the house that she grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, I actually I feel like I have attended other Indian weddings, and in those like you know there's so many people and those like really grand events. And what I really loved about their ceremony is that she positioned it as like, even through the invitations and because she's a consultant, she had like onboarding calls with everyone <laughs> because a lot of her friends and the people participating were actually not of Indian background. So she's mm. like, I want you guys to understand what's happening. I don't want you to feel lost. Mm. And she said, I want everyone to understand at this type of wedding or at our wedding, no one is a guest. Everyone is a participant. And I, so I think that's a really good workaround for anyone who, if you're going to, um, you know, like make your wedding more intimate, you can make everyone feel like it's like their party too. Mm. And that is something that I was like at other weddings, you know, to go to, to, to do a multi-event, multi-day a, um, ceremony. I got to really know her, like mom and her sister yeah. and her brother, and we've been friends for a really long time, right? Mm-hmm. But like, whenever we hang out, it's just the two of us. I don't really hang out with her family, but spending like three days with her family, I was like, wow, I really got to know them. I got yeah. to meet, you know, her husband, yeah. um, his side of the family, and stuff. So there was something really beautiful about like doing. Yeah, just feeling like you were really a part of it. Mm-mm. So yeah, there's there's always like blessings in disguise, you know. What parts of the larger Indian wedding did they downsize or have to, had to like remove from the wedding? Yeah, so an interesting workaround they did um, for the actual uh, ceremony where they they were actually married, uh, they live streamed it. Mm-hmm. So that was actually a way that you could um, have other people who are not physically who could not physically attend be a part of it and it actually opened it up to more people than they probably would have invited mm. so she actually said when she went back and like looked at the live stream stuff cuz they basically emailed a link and was like friends and family and like friends of family and everything you know, if you want to, you know, kind of join us, you can you can be present through the live stream. And actually, usually, if you're there in person, because it's so large, if you're sitting in the back, you can't mm. see and be you can't or maybe hear as much. Because if it's like a 400 person ceremony, yeah. but when it's live stream, everyone has a front seat.
1: Yeah. So, so
2: I thought that was a clever workaround. around. Um, and also for the groom, because he his uh, all of his groomsmen were based in Chicago, and a lot of them have children. And it happened. The ceremony happened during a time when they couldn't really travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the the dinner reception they actually zoomed them in and had a big screen. So you still felt like, you know, there were people physically there and then the groomsmen were like on the screen and they still organized this whole like, you know, speeches for him. Mm -hmm. And they did, they had like games and all these things. So um, yeah, there are definitely creative ways to work around it if you are looking for that. So I
0: have not been to an Indian wedding before, but I'm curious if there were certain like traditional things that you're supposed to do during that three to five day period Mm -hmm. that um that did she like fulfill all of the things that she wanted to do at a larger wedding but on a smaller scale
2: yeah pretty much they hosted all the same ceremonies it was just like less number of people yeah um so i thought that was yeah that achieved i think what she wanted so Mm. that makes me happy for her (laughs) well how about for mel you were also supposed to be a bridesmaid for two other weddings this year is that right yes um, and a bridesmaid for the first time, too. Yeah, so that
0: that would have been three different know, weddings. I know.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, I, honestly, I am pretty excited to be a part of these people's celebrations. Like, all the three brides, Helen included, are some of my closest friends. And I feel like I've individually been through so much with mostly the brides. Like, I'm, I'm closer with the brides. And I think one thing I noticed with all of these three brides is that they have found their like their true match, their partners. Mm-hmm. And I think as a friend, you're like, "Oh, I'm so happy you found the person that you want to spend your like the rest of your life with, and it's not something I'm like, "He's I." Right. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean like yeah, yeah they're all like really great guys. they're yeah. good fit for the bride, so excited about that and happy for them. The weddings, I mean, they're still work in progress, so um, I think Helen shared her uh what's going on with her wedding i have two other brides that i'm part of their wedding party um lindsey one of my childhood best friends um i'm actually one of her maid of honor maids mm. of honor there's two maid of honors for her wedding and i'm mm. one of them so i'm like this is a first yeah. and my friend cindy i knew in college i'm one of her bridesmaids and she had a push on her wedding as well both their weddings right now are still slated to go on for this year but mm. given with covid they're like ready to push back because they want a larger wedding too. i think cindy does um she had to push it again one year um the venue hasn't said anything yet lindsey's more like she's like i just want to get married and start having kids like i just wanted mm-hmm. she, she's okay to having a small ceremony and just like even like no reception or just like a small reception um, I think she's still working through it. She wants to start having kids, like, ASAP.
0: So uh-huh. she'll be my first wedding of this year if it were to happen. Mm. Yeah. And also, obviously, you don't need to be married to have a kid. Yes. Yes, yes that yes. too. Depends on family values yeah. and all of that. Yes. I think for her
1: specifically, it's her religious background that she wants to get mm. married first and yeah. have children um, and move in with her fiancé. Um, but yeah I think overall with all these three weddings I'm excited to be a part of their celebration I think weddings are such a special occasion and you know for a feeler as myself these are the best kind of celebrations to be a part of and because I could feel literally all day yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like yeah there's no excuse I'm gonna feel all day not feel people not
2: she oh. might
1: no think of where you at yeah. <laughs> but um just like emotionally because i feel like i cry so much at weddings now and like i would love a kleenex company to sponsor me during these times <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think on that and like on that like bigger picture thing i'm like really excited to be part of these celebrations but i guess like a realistic concern especially when you're part of multiple weddings in one year it's like financially it's like Mm. it's it's kind of expensive yeah (laughs) yeah. like how do i pay for all these things like how do i pay for my bridesmaid dress how do i pay for like the bachelorette and all these because it requires travel so that's something um to be mindful of and another thing is time managing your time with all these brides like you want to be present for all of them and be like hey i'm here for you if you need anything um so managing time is another thing but i will want to i will say that all the brides have been super like considerate and thoughtful like cindy literally called me and said hey mel i know i would love for you to be a bridesmaid but i understand like everyone's schedule is so busy so my job as a bride i to make sure i want to alleviate all the stress off of you guys i want to make sure i'm doing the best i can to make everything easier for you so i think all the brides in their own way have been really thoughtful mm-hmm. and they're not they're not like me 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 me. it's more like okay i have a i do have a team i have a, mm-hmm. I, have a I have a bridal party that i also want to take care of so i'm really appreciative of those like brides who are so super thankful and super are uh, super uh Thoughtful with this. So, I'm, I consider myself pretty lucky to have these close friends. Mm-hmm. So, overall, I'm really excited, and I guess we'll see what happens um, for this year.
0: Yeah. So, you have two this year and then one next year. That's, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I think bachelor parties are, and just do, being part of the whole process. And I've only done that for, I think, Annie. But yeah, I think being a, a maid of honor or a bridesmaid is like super fun because you get so much closer to mm-hmm. the person that you're celebrating, the bride. Um, and even going to like the bachelor parties and meeting their other friends yeah. from home or from their childhood or mm-hmm. people that you, you know, haven't met before. And you're yeah. just like, oh, this person has shaped you into the person mm-hmm. that you are today. And mm-hmm. it feels good to meet those people and just yeah. feel so much more connected to them. So I'm excited for you to have that experience. With two of your... Three of your closest friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So I found this article on Brides.com called Trends to Expect in 2021. For all y'all engaged couples out there. So there's going to be... And these are just like terms. So more weekday weddings. That's hilarious. Mm. Yeah, now that we don't have like concept of time. And you know what matters anymore the <laughs> yes. reason why i say it's hilarious because i think for the longest time
1: phil was looking <laughs> yeah. like wednesday wedding after he's seeing all the venue prices for the weekends like
0: wednesday wedding is yeah happening. Right? yeah oh my gosh i forgot about that <laughs> wednesday wedding yes <laughs> mm. um more sustainability with digital invitations mm. so that was one where i was like oh I, I was thinking about if i'm gonna get this dress maybe i will do a digital invitation because it's a on. lot of paper and it, yeah. it's a um a lot of, I guess, like waste, mm-hmm. if you want yeah. to think about it that way. Although I did still want it because of the physical like, aspect of mm. it that someone could save Momentum. forever. Yeah. Sick, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'll, I'll think about that one. Um, DIY beauty looks. So doing mm. your own, you know, hair, makeup. Mm. Micro weddings. We've talked about that. Mini-monies, elopement, uh, intimate guest list, sequel weddings. And that's when you have a small mm. wedding now and a sequel leader mm. wedding. Backyard weddings Mini wedding cakes. Oh. That's kind of cute. So that you're not all eating from the same, like, big cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And then this word, wife lorette. So this is a new one. It is a party given for a woman who is already married. Typically, a wife lorette only occurs the bride's bachelorette party didn't happen Mm. before her wedding. Mm. So, yeah, I guess if I were to get, quote-unquote, married in the next month or so, um, at least on
2: paper, then I would be having a wife lorette. <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing this term. Yeah. This is interesting. I mean Brides.com. They probably made yeah. it up, but
0: if you hear it in 2021, uh, you'll know what it means. Why does it sound
1: like a like a waffle? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to eat a white floral. Can I order a white floral? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great list, Helen. I think this is extremely helpful and very informative. Yeah. It's crazy
2: how like it's just it's just crazy to think about how much the, the wedding industry is gonna shift from oh, here. Yeah, down. yeah. 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 And I wonder what even the trends will be in 2022 when Mm, the ceremony occurs. It'll be a wedding rush. That's what happened. Mm. Oh, yeah.
1: If you're planning a wedding and feel like you've been planning one for a long, drawn-out period of time, or if you're part of the wedding industry, we want to acknowledge that we
0: see you and we recognize that it's not been an easy year for y'all. Big hugs from us at ABG. Yes, and also, if you tuned into our YouTube channel, Asian Boss Girl, we posted a video last week in partner with East Mies Dress. As you heard earlier in the show, they make these beautiful chi-paos, k-paos, Chungsams whatever you want to call it, and we are doing a giveaway right now on our Instagram to win your very own custom chi-pao chungsam. All you have to do is follow the details in the caption of our latest IG posts and leave a comment answering the question in light of Lunar New Year coming up
2: on the 12th. Share with us one tradition you'd like to pass down to the next generation. Yeah, so make sure you get your answers in and uh, enter that giveaway because those dresses are beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And with that, we wanted to say thank you all for tuning into this episode. Thank you, Helen, for... Mm you know sharing all of your updates you know it's like a big big thing in your life and we're so excited for when things continue thank you ladies and thank you for being a part of it yeah it's gonna i'm i'm excited that this will this will continue for another year (laughs) my anticipation is like yeah (laughs)
1: so we do have a couple shout outs for this episode happy birthday to valerie from your husband alan to victoria and Juliet, you guys have been my rocks through these past few terrible months and i can't imagine my life without you i love you both from michelle to Emma from Christy, you're the best twin in this world. Thank you for all that you do for mom and dad. Love you lots. To Rochelle from me, you're so deserving of rest and care. I can only hope that I'm half of a good friend as you are. To Ayun from Emily from Malaysia, thank you for being the friend that you are. And I'm so glad we get to do life together, even as we are a country apart.
2: If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, whether it's for a birthday or they got a new job or just to say hello, you can head to our Instagram bio and in the link, there will be a form that you can fill out.
1: For links and codes to partners we shared in today's episode, please see our show notes. And for more partnership discounts, head to our website. And if you want to support us, here are some ways you can do so. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. And if you'd like to support us through monthly donations to help keep this podcast running, you can do so at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl support or get some merch
0: at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. Yes, and last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. Catch you all on the next
2: episode. Bye! thanks again for joining us and remember to check out our live podcast that will be happening every friday at 5 p.m pacific standard time on the stereo app there are a wide range of conversation topics on stereo so it's not just our podcast but other shows filled with comedy pop culture lifestyle sports just to name a few through the app you can join conversations about topics that you're interested in stereo can be downloaded for free by apple and android users and they have these fun little avatars too Again, check out our Instagram at Asian Boss Girl and click on the link that says weekly live show on stereo to catch our show every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Instagram.com slash Asian and click on the link tree to grab the link right after this episode. See you all there.